My name is Julie Turney, and this is HR Sound Off, the show created for HR and business professionals to discuss pertinent HR topics. But ultimately, we will be settling some of the many misconceptions that people have about the human resources profession. Some weeks you will hear from my guests, and other times it will be just you and me in the sound booth. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's sound off. Hi, everyone. So thank you for joining us today on HR Sound Off. Today, we're taking a little bit of a twisty turn in our topic as we talk about when HR becomes consultant. So for a lot of the shows that I've had so far, we've talked to HR professionals in the business, having their own business. But we're going to talk a little bit more today about when we leave that corporate space and we start to open our own businesses and what that means for us as HR professionals. Here to have this engaging discussion with me today is Charlene Pedro. Charlene is from Trinidad and Tobago, the Twin Island, and she currently is the founder and chief engagement officer, Conventus Consult Inc. Did I say it right? Got it, you got it right. Wonderful. So we are going to talk today to Charlene about when HR goes pro on the other side, not just in the business, but creating your own business. So welcome to the show, Charlene, and thank you for coming today. Oh, I couldn't say I am more happy to be here. I mean, I've been following you, as you know, Julie, and we have become friends, so I am really thrilled to join you now. Oh, thank you so much. So let's kick right into it. Tell us your journey. How did you get here? How did you first fall in love with HR? Oh, Julie, as you, as you asked that question, you know I'm laughing. I know. Um, because, I mean, how far do we want to go back? I could say Listen, that. Listen, go back. Um, do your thing. This is this is you telling us about you. But let's, but let's say in another lifetime, far away in another galaxy... <laughs> I worked in an, in an accounts department as a requisitions clerk. Wow. And I, I wanted to go back and do my degree. Uh-huh. So I was an adult, I can't remember how old. I was married. I'm married still. Uh-huh. And I just was on, I remember I was on maternity leave still okay. with my first daughter. When I went back to UE administration to find out, you know, to say I didn't receive my documents to start, where my documents, school is coming up. So I went back part-time to do my mm-hmm. degree. Um, mm-hmm. And that was two years part-time. I remember having to go to work early um, to put in the hours, work during lunch so that I could leave in the afternoon early. I passed by my mom. Um, breastfeed my daughter and then head to afternoon class. You know, my Mm -hmm. husband will be the driver and he will drop me off to afternoon classes at UE and then we will make the, you know, reverse steps back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pick up Mm -hmm. my daughter and head back home. And that went on for two years and then I, according to UE, you must go full-time for your the rest of the two years. The first okay. level is part-time for two years. Right. And at that time, you had to go full-time. Mm-hmm. So with the goal in mind, I'm very goal-focused. With that in mind, I, you know, once you have a goal, for me, it's quite easy. You look at what you need to do to move from point A to point B, and you right. get it done. And you go for so, it. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm going to resign because my focus was to get my degree. Right. And there were so many people who told me, you are crazy. 
Mm. There are so many people who told me that, you know, you're going two years without a salary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where you're going to get your income from. Right. Um, you're, you're married. Mm-hmm. You just had a baby girl. She's now two. And I was like, listen, I'm not really, you know, making much where I am, so it's a no-brainer. Right. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I kept focus on my goal. And I resigned and I went to school full-time for two years. Okay. In the same jeans for two years. Thank wow. <laughs> So, so that was me. Um, uh-huh. I enjoyed it in, you know, totally. Right. Um, making new connections and friends. So I enjoyed mm-hmm. my experience at, at G.E. St. Augustine. Right. And soon out of that, I got a job in an organization that um, had a vacancy. As a matter of fact, for me to look for a job after UE, I went uh-huh. through the telephone directory. Yes, in those days, we used telephone, telephone directories and not go online. That's a so book. I know that you yes, don't know. Yes, <laughs> The younger one is, is a big textbook, okay? <laughs> and I remember going through and selecting organizations, you know, that I wanted to work with and making mm-hmm. a list and the list with the address so that I would actually mail out my applications. I think right. I sent out about 100 to 150. Mm-hmm. Um, got very few responses and all responses said, no, there are no vacancies. Right. And one organization that said no called me back the following week and say, hey, we have a vacancy. Wow. So I went to the interview, I got the job. Mm-hmm. And in that role, it was a, a sort of quasi admin um, HR, but they did not have an HR department yet. And right. soon after, they switched the role to HR officer and an HR department was created. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into HR. Wow. Yeah. And um, even in that role, I remember I had two managers while I was there. And my last manager, when she left, about her first when she left, of course, being ambitious, I applied for the position. Okay. Um, I got a very gracious no. Okay. <laughs> that, you know, not at this time, you know, stage the organization was in. Right. And I said, fine. Um, when my new, they hired someone, and when that, that new man, and so I was leaving now. Mm-hmm. That manager recommended me for the promotion, and I got the promotion. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's a, there's a lesson there. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I always say, throw your hat in the ring. Yeah. And it's not that there are two answers, you know. Uh-huh. There are three answers that I found out from this experience. Oh, that's it's right. Yes. Uh-huh. Two. And not yet. Yeah. So it's a not yet we must focus on. Because uh-huh. when I heard it not yet, I knew I had to continue to build my skills and show up. Yes. You know, um, seek projects and show what I can do. Right. So that, um, you know, the organization and my manager will have confidence in me. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. So the not yet came out to be a yes in the end. So that right. was my lesson right there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because de- because delayed doesn't mean denied. That's right. And we had sometimes, you know, um, we go through the, the process and sometimes the process is for reason. Right. You know, we have to be open and have faith Absolutely. that everything is working out according to plan. That, yes. you know, now you get a not yet, now it's still an opportunity to shine. Mm-hmm. It's still mm-hmm. an opportunity to learn some more mm-hmm. so that when you assume that position, you are fully equipped to assume the, the full role. Oh, yes. yes. hmm so that was my entry into HR. HR. Awesome. So 
as I mentioned, this episode is when HR turns pro, when we turn consultants. So as you went along your journey, tell us how you got to the point where you decided you were going to become a consultant. Okay, you know, I'm, I'm laughing and smiling here at your questions. <laughs> um, and I smile, good smile, of course. Uh-huh. You know, when I look back, I, you know, my journey has always been one of faith. Mm-hmm. My journey has always been one that has been predestined before I knew it. So I must walk in faith. I actually have no choice. So even being a consultant, I always tell people I am the accidental entrepreneur Mm. because I never planned to be a consultant. I never planned to be an entrepreneur business owner. Um, My plan was really to continue being an employee. Um, Mm. You know, I worked in an organization that was a great organization, you know, wonderful people. Um, going places in terms of the organization but you know when (laughs) when your boss asks you while you're still sitting in a chair to advertise your position as a vacant position then you know the writing is on the wall it's on the ceiling down the corridor and the carpet everywhere everywhere so that was my situation right um and you know when I I mean, I remember there were times where, and I will always say, you know, that was one of the most trying periods in my, my career. Right. Um, and it played more on my mind. Mm. I remember going on vacation and dreaming that when I come back, somebody will be sitting in my seat. Mm-hmm. You know, I came mm-hmm. back from vacation and I was totally amazed that I still mm-hmm. had a job. Wow. You know, yeah. and I remember... Um, writing on my whiteboard at the beginning of all of this, I remember writing, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. And I prayed every morning in my office, mm-hmm. every single morning. Mm-hmm. And I think that that guided me and allowed me to become in the midst of all of this. Yeah. And, you know, there are many things we go through in life and when we look back, we realize the strength that we find in that situation. Right. For me, it was finding my voice. Yes. I remember the last meeting, uh, you know, sitting on the table with the powers that be, and I just couldn't speak. I was so emotional. I just, you know, the, the words would not come out. Mm-hmm. And as I tried to speak and continue to speak and continue to try to speak, Mm-hmm. Then I got the strength and then the words started to come out and I felt mm-hmm. more confident and then mm-hmm. I was able to say what I have to say, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I never hold any animosity against anyone, I, mm-hmm. I say thank you, mm-hmm. you know, but I was confident enough that I could have said thank you and swing on my heels and walk through that door very confidently. Yeah. And that was another lesson there for me that mm-hmm. sometimes... In life, we wait to be confident to do. Yes. And what we have to remember is that in the doing, we build the confidence. Yes. You know, we want to speak up in a meeting and we want mm-hmm. to wait, wait so we're so sure about what we want to say. Mm-hmm. But it's in speaking up that we will build the confidence. Mm-hmm. So that period, that um, episode in my life has taught me, one, to speak up. Yes more you know speak up and the other is is don't wait to be confident i need to do something i just do it i just Mm -hmm. build up as i go along 
Awesome. And you know, the strange thing as I was leaving that day, and I remember people coming in my office and crying. And the strangest thing is that I was happy. <laughs> I was yes. crying. Mm-hmm. And you know, as I was leaving there, someone mm-hmm. said they know somebody who needs an, an HR consultant. Right. And on that day, I made the appointment for my first um, client as uh-huh. an HR consultant. And right. I, I have not looked back since. That, wow. You know, that organization continued to be my, my client up to date. Up to today, wonderful. Oh, that's an amazing story. Thank you for sharing it. So tell us, Charlene, how long have you been a consultant? Seven years. Seven years. Seven years ago. And I continue to grow. I mean, like I tell people, I'm no um, coming from a full-time HR position to be mm-hmm. a consultant. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. no business guru. Right. I continue to operate from my value of being of, of service. Mm-hmm. You know, I learn as I go along. I, mm-hmm. I'm still learning the business elements, still learning the marketing element. But for mm-hmm. me, it's it's being a person of service that I've always been, even yeah. from my teenage days, if I yeah. think back, of my days in church in different groups and, mm-hmm. and um, you know, serving the community. I'm in the choir and first communion and confirmation. So I realized that I, you know, that I'm actually doing work that is aligned with my, my, my core value, which is yes. yes, that's what I was going to say. So then tell us about your, your agency, Conventus Consultant Inc. Yes, tell that's us right. what, what you do, what you specialize in, how do you help your clients on a daily basis? What's that like for you? Okay, well, we are HR consultants mm-hmm. and HR consultants and talent talent development specialists. Right. So we solve our clients' people and performance problems. Mm-hmm. And we do so by designing and delivering mm-hmm. uh, customized employee and leadership development programs. Mm-hmm. And we also do um, performance management systems and HR projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, for us, it's always about getting to know the client. Yes. I mean, it's ridiculous. I've clients that turn friends mm-hmm. you know so for mm-hmm. us it's also about a relationship it's yeah. not about as i say i'm not the businesswoman yeah. it's not about the money um if it was about the money i wouldn't be here today mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that for me it's really about building those relationships and i do yeah. enjoy it mm-hmm. and one thing i must say is that in the seven years, I've never had a bad client. Yes. I have never had any issues with a client. Mm-hmm. So that somehow, you know, I attract good clients. I, yes. I had one meeting with somebody that I said is a no-no because the yeah. meeting was if I was being, um, and this was a meeting from a cold call. Mm-hmm. And in the meeting, I remember my colleague saying that, you know, she felt like if I was being interviewed for a position, kind of thing, I turned ship. Yeah. So we said, no, 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 no. This yeah. is not for us. This is not how we, this is not our style. Right. And this you is, know? this is, that's a really key thing that you just said there, because being a consultant, as you are an employee in an organization, it's harder for you to walk away if you don't have something else. Um, but as a consultant, you can say, no, that's, that's a powerful thing. Yeah, extremely powerful. So, I mean, you get to choose who you want to work 
before. Yeah. Of course, it might mean you may have to forego income. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it may very well mean a time of being in the desert. Mm -hmm. But paramount for us is that we are in sync with our clients in terms of values. Yes. And the manner that we were treating, we just said no, no, and never pursue it, you know, mm -hmm. thereafter. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it was a lesson. I remember my colleague said, no, 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 no. You know, she said, was that, what are those questions he's asking you? Like, if you're coming for intern, let me know your experience, professional. Yes. And uh, we made a decision right then and then that we will always choose who we get to work with. Yes. And I think that was the only situation that was mm -hmm. negative. Mm -hmm. Our other clients have been very, very warm and really good employers. Sometimes I tell them they're too good an employer. Oh, wow. Sometimes the employees take advantage of them. Yeah. Uh, but really good people, you know, people with hearts, uh -huh. you know, that are running the organizations. So I am really, really extremely proud of our clients. You know, I celebrate when they make their milestones, mm -hmm. whether I call or congrat mm -hmm. congratulate online, send yes. an email. Yeah. I am really proud of my clients when they mm -hmm. make progress. Absolutely proud. Wow, that's amazing. So what advice would you give to HR professionals? See, our this is where our con my consultancy and yours converges because I help HR professionals who want to, you know, shift their mindset, upskill themselves and put themselves in a place where they feel like they have a voice and they can lead with purpose. And you are helping organizations to develop themselves and grow. So this is where we convert. What advice would you give to um, HR professionals who are my clients that are feeling stuck, maybe want to make that change? What are some of the things that they should be considering as they think about making that transition from working for corporate to becoming their own boss? Well, first, I, I think I will tell them, you know, do some research. There is this picture that is painted that being an entrepreneur is this you know, a nice bed of roses, mm -hmm. you know, we, we forget the thorns and the roses. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we forget the long hours at the time when you may have to yes. walk away from a client mm -hmm. and the time when you're always checking your bank account. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to be quite practical as to what being an entrepreneur is. Yes. I don't think everyone is, is cut out to be an entrepreneur. You must mm -hmm. have the mindset. Yes. You must have the confidence, as I said before. You must mm -hmm. have the confidence within yourself. Mm -hmm. Because remember that your consultancy, whether it's a one-woman or one-man show, mm -hmm. depends on you to survive and grow. There's nobody else. No. <laughs> There's nobody else. I mean, mm -hmm. you may have your, your team. You may have you know, colleagues, mentors. Mm -hmm. At the end, you make the decision because it's your baby. You yes. can't defer or delegate that decision to no one no. so that's one thing I have had to learn um, mm -hmm. at one point in time I found you know I'm very um, inclusive in terms of decision making right at one point in time I found I was being too inclusive in my mind yes and that you know you could seek information collaboration but understand mm -hmm. that the decision is yours mm -hmm. You know, that you can't depend on other people to guide you always the decision. Right. Because also, if they are not too 100% in sync or understand where you want to go, what you're trying yes. to achieve, they may not mm -hmm. be able to support your decision. 
Right. So one thing that I would say is, is definitely know yourself, um, whether it's do an assessment, whether you, you know, sit down when you write out, you know, find out what are your values and what is important for you. Mm-hmm. And can you achieve that being either an employee or being a consultant? Those are critical uh, questions to ask yourself first. Mm-hmm. And if you do want to um, be a consultant, as I tell people, you could start and decide, yes. you know, test it out. Nothing wrong with a side hustle. That's right. There's nothing wrong with a side hustle. <laughs> so you can test it out at the side, mm-hmm. um, see what kind of clients mm-hmm. you will attract. And I say you will attract because you need to develop your brand so you attract the clients you want. Yes. You know, I'm at the stage that I attract the clients I want. Right. Um, I'm at the stage where somebody see me on TV and will call me and want to speak with me. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, sure, I still go out and look for clients, but I have been amazed that people call me for business. Yes. Yes. so it's about building your brand as an HR professional, mm-hmm. um, always adding value. Like I said, yes. for me, it's never about the money. It's about adding the value because value. the money will come after. Yes. Mm-hmm. The money will come after when you build that relationship and you build yes. that trust with your yes. clients. Yes. So yes. that when your client has a need that you could fulfill from its mm-hmm. training, mm-hmm. I know for some clients when it's training, I know they're calling me for training. Yeah. So it's it's about building that relationship. So like mm-hmm. I said, you could, you know, there's no need to take the big jump. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're unsure, you could test the water. You could uh, yes. put your toe in the water to test, test the temperature. Yes. yes. <laughs> then test the temperature. See if mm-hmm. you get some clients. And when you figure you build up your client portfolio, then mm-hmm. you can make the jump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or you might just continue to do the hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say. The media, what we read, what we see constantly, it's like an either or, and you know, they have the entrepreneurship as this, this end all. Yeah. You know, we must carve our own path, what's right for us. Yeah. And for some, it may very well be that you have to, you know, it's best for you to be an employee. Mm-hmm. I knew somebody once who said, you know, this entrepreneurship is not for her, she needs her money. Yeah. <laughs> She uh-huh. needs her consistent money. Yeah. She said, I admire you folks, but it's not for me. So right. she's quite self-aware that it's right. not for her. Right? Yeah. She found a, an organization that's aligned with her values mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, a, a fantastic mix in terms right. of blend the organization yes. values and herself. herself. So she mm-hmm. knows herself in terms of self-awareness. Yeah. Uh, so you must know yourself. Mm-hmm. You must know if the entrepreneurship thing, as it says for you. Absolutely. And if it is, you can do it as a side hustle, as I said, or you could build your portfolio and then take the jump. But it has yes. to be what is right for you, for you, not what you read in an article or what they're yes. saying on, on, on social media. On social media, absolutely. I, it really has to be all about what is the correct mix for you. But I also like that point that you made and that's a point that um, I have a friend who owns a branding agency and he always says to me, Julie, it's always about people do business with people they know they can trust. So you have to build that relationship first. Once you build that, people will come. And so I've always um, held true to that. So I really do appreciate that really resonates with me because I know that that's something that he's always told me in terms of doing my business and getting to the point where where I am now in terms of 
building your consultancy and clients coming to you and how people come to you is very important. Yes, and I just want to say one thing there, um, Julie. So even in this period, Mm -hmm. this period that is supposed to be, not supposed to be, it's a period where businesses are closed and sales are down. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you, Julie, that I am very busy during this period. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mm-hmm. want to tell you that last week I got two yeses. We, we are going to proceed. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, it goes back to, it reinforces, you know, what I taught and what yeah. we've been reading in terms of building those relationships. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's a natural in building relationships because that's what I, I, I love to do. Yeah. <laughs> business or no business. So for me, it's a, it's a no-brainer. And mm-hmm. I really enjoy also showing appreciation when I can. Yeah. And that may be um, dropping off an, a small Easter basket, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little token here and there. Yeah. So it's so important to show appreciation also. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. So here's the big question. What is your biggest pet peeve when it comes to misconceptions that people have about HR? What do you want to set the record on right now in terms of misconceptions that people have about HR? Well, one is from the HR professional perspective uh-huh. and one is from the general perspective. Yes. Um, but I'll answer your question first uh-huh. in terms of the general public and mm-hmm. external. You know, the misconception is that HR is an administrator, um, a paper pusher. For sure. You count the number of days absent, mm-hmm. you do the reports at the end of the month, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I am a CEO, and that's why I hired HR to do it, that's what I hired them to do, I figure I might be able to outsource that function and save some money. Yes. Therefore, <laughs> therefore, HR has to add value, more value than administration. Mm-hmm. HR has to operate on a strategic level, yes. um, a level where you are seated around the table mm-hmm. when the strategic plan is being crafted mm-hmm. and not that you are given the plan after the fact that mm-hmm. HR is an afterthought mm-hmm. and go through the plan and see how HR can fit in the plan thereafter. Yes. And, you know, for me, that makes absolutely no sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the people who, you know, if the train has to, to go any further, then think of the, 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 the HR and your people as the people who's shoveling up the coal to put it in the engine. Mm-hmm. You know, without them, the train can't, cannot go. It will not go. Mm-hmm. It will not go. It cannot mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. So to have HR as an afterthought is a grave error. Yes. And I think that is why many organizations, they may be doing good, mm-hmm. um, but I always ask people, are you doing as good as you can? Yes. <laughs> are your people operating at the optimum? Mm-hmm. Are you just the getting potential. the drinks? Yes. Are you getting a discretionary effort 
Yes. Or are you just getting the clock in card with a smiley face? Nice mm -hmm. face. Everybody be nice, but are mm -hmm. people really putting out their best? Are they yes. bringing their A game every day? Mm -hmm. Are they truly engaged? Are they singing from your same hymn sheet? Yes. Or are they, um, you know, shortchanging or diminishing what you're trying to achieve? Right. And sometimes not intentionally, but they're just yeah. not on the same page with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, that was, so that's the key mis misconception, you know, externally. Mm -hmm. Misconception, now I was saying that HR practitioners have, yes. and I was saying young people come in and I've heard, well, we've all heard it many times, um, mm -hmm. you know, why do you want to be an HR officer, HR professional? Mm -hmm. And people say, oh, I love people, people. you know? And I said, wow. <laughs> That's not, that's, not the, that's not the profession for you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm not dismissing, you know, what people share because I would say, you know, whatever you share is, is valid. It's your opinion. Yes. Valued and valid. However, yes. it's, it's, it's a misconception because mm -hmm. there, are, there are many um, responsibilities in HR yes. that would require you to do things and... It will not be nice. It wouldn't feel nice. It wouldn't feel yeah. like if you like people or if you're helping people because yeah. then you'll be, you will be operating on behalf of the organization. Yes. Because HR straddles the needs of the employee mm -hmm. and the needs of the organization, mm -hmm. at some point in time, this may, you know, the needs may not be aligned. Mm -hmm. Ideally, in the organization, this is what we work towards. But there are times when it would not be aligned. And a simple example is if the organization has to retrench people because of redundancy. Yes. And that is your role. You know, mm -hmm. you have to go and have that conversation. Somebody mm -hmm. who you would have laughed around the table and have lunch mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. and probably go to town with at some time. Mm -hmm. Christmas parties, lime. And now you have to go to this person and say, you know, we are retrenching you. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not they are retrenching you because now you are representing the organization. Mm -hmm. say, we are, that's right. I, as the HR professional, I am the organization. Mm -hmm. So I cannot say the company is retrenching mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. yeah? If mm -hmm. I still were there, mm -hmm. we are retrenching you. Mm -hmm. And to have that conversation. So there are many difficult parts in terms yes. of dealing with the human element in HR mm -hmm. that we must come, come to terms with yes. and also have the skill to have those conversations. Absolutely. You know, how yes. do you, and like I say, it's a balancing act. How do you balance uh -huh. supporting the employee and building relationships? Because that's your role. Yes. Your role is to build relationships. Mm -hmm. Your role as an HR professional is to ensure that people are treated fairly. Fairly. Even mm -hmm. if it means you have to say to the organization, this is not correct. Yes. You know, I have had situations where um, I've seen an employee treated unfairly, not in accordance with policy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I simply wrote a memo to the finance manager and said, you know, the employee wasn't paid in accordance with policy please give the employee what is due to them. Yes. So, so it's a balancing act. So at Absolutely. times, and, and if you're a fair individual, it's an easy decision. Yes. If, if the role of HR is in sync with your values and mm -hmm. you bring your values with you every day, every day. Mm -hmm. it's a very easy decision to make mm -hmm. yes. as to what to do. 
You know, mm-hmm. I always tell people, I have one simple goal in life, mm-hmm. and that's that's to sleep at night. Yes. So that means yes. for me, that means for me, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I must be satisfied that I treated everybody fairly. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. we do disagree. Yes. I must be fair, and I must treat you with respect and with mm-hmm. love. Everybody, and then I my head and my bed, and not have anything swimming around my head. No, no. I agree with that one hundred percent. I always say everyone must be treated with dignity and respect. But I say the same thing that you say. If I cannot put my head on my pillow at night and have a comfortable night's sleep, then that's a problem for me. But I'm also a mother, and I, I need to know that when I come home in the evening, I can say to my children, "Oh, mommy did." This is what mommy did today, and I feel good about it. Or yes. even if I had to send someone home and it sucked, but I know that I was able to give the person everything that was due to them, and I did everything in my power to try my best to keep the person first if they are capable, um, but I couldn't get it done, then, you know, at the end of the day, at least they've left with what was due to them fairly and squarely. Um, and those are the things that matter. But I, I couldn't agree more with you about that. I, I mean, sometimes I feel like if I hear one more person say, oh, I'm in HR because I love people, I feel like I will. It's not that at all. It, it really is not. And I'm glad that you thank you so much for setting the record straight on that. So tell us, what is next for Charlene Pedro? What is next for Charlene Pedro, boy? Charlene Pedro is at a, a very exciting time in her life, yeah. um, in her business, because mm-hmm. of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So we have been taking our business online, right? and we are using a learning management system. Mm-hmm. So interesting enough, of people still want training so right. this is something we wanted to do for a long time so of course now we are forced to do it because of the situation right. so that is exactly. excited excitement for us anything right. that's different for me is excitement yeah you know because they're learning new things so exactly. that's one thing that is mm-hmm. next for us mm-hmm. um we also have this our signature event which is conversations over, over coffee, coffee. Mm-hmm. that was rebranded by one of my <laughs> Um, team members, so it's now it. conversations over coffee with Charlene Pedro. As we branded right. about a year ago. Okay. So this we'll be celebrating our second anniversary uh-huh. this year. This is our anniversary month. Actually, the, the actual day was the fourteenth of May. Okay. But you know the way this started, it's you know you learn as you go along, and this was an idea I had in my head for about a year or so, more than a year. Uh-huh. And the idea was to have a breakfast training session that mm-hmm. was engaging, that you could inform people, that you could inspire people. Mm-hmm. So actually our watchwords are that we seek to um, inform so that mm-hmm. we always bring fresh new ideas. Mm-hmm. We seek to engage. You would not be sitting down just watching people right. you know, talk, sitting talk. at a head table. Yeah. And so it's not a talk shop. And we seek to inspire. So the mm-hmm. way we... we the way we package, the way we yes. deliver mm-hmm. is to get you engaged and to inspire you just to give you a, a sneak peek, an appetizer, entree, 
to get your ideas going so that you will now be inspired to go back to your office and lead whether yeah. you're in HR or not. Right. So we go for, you know, we target HR professionals, supervisors, managers, managers. basically leaders that can yeah. make an impact in, in this the organization. Team. Got it. Because that's what we want to have, you know, um, positive leadership approaching mm -hmm. organizations because we believe we can change that with what we do. Absolutely. Because um, too many times, you know, we hear employees complaining about the style of leadership in organizations. Mm -hmm. um, not human enough. Yes. So it's really about bringing that human element back mm -hmm. to, to leaders, regardless mm -hmm. of the department that they work in. Mm -hmm. So this was something that I had in my mind. And, you know, it was, I was, I just stuck on it and really procrastinated, like I said, a year plus. Right. And one day I was just, I don't know, someone just kicked me. <laughs> they literally just kicked me and said, Shall I just get it done? Yeah. Just do it. I and I, I did just that. I called up the restaurant, booked it for the um, breakfast. Mm -hmm. I learned how to use Canva, did my own flyer. Nice. I love Canva. It out. <laughs> yes, it's just it's a blessing. Mm -hmm. Send it out to um, my clients, and you know, within one week, Julie, we were sold out. Awesome, we were sold out. Awesome. And there's a lesson there for me, and there's a lesson there for all of us. Everyone, mm -hmm. and you know, I always pause and ask myself because self awareness is critical for leaders yes. and leadership. And introspection is also critical for self-awareness. Yes. Yes. You know, when I pause and I ask myself, Charlie, why did you take so long? I really had to ask myself those deep questions. Mm -hmm. And my answer was, fear. Yes. I was afraid that because I was accustomed to doing in-house training in my client's office, mm -hmm. I was afraid, you know, in my mind, it was like, so Charlene, if you do this thing, it's a new thing. What if nobody shows up? Yeah. What if nobody registers and pays to come and see, you know, yeah. this breakfast session that you're having? Having. What mm -hmm. if you, I'd say, what is that? What if we bust, as you would say? Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. um, and that, I realized, kept me back. It kept yeah. me back from actually planning it because it was something new. Right. So again, you know... I myself wanted all the answers and all the boxes ticked before to be 100% sure before mm -hmm. we start. And that's not what life is about. If no. you wait for things to be 100% perfect, mm -hmm. you will never start. Exactly. Out and so many opportunities. We'll miss out on creating so many things and achieving mm -hmm. so much if we wait for the perfect time. Absolutely. So that was a lesson for me. And mm -hmm. I am so happy to say that we're celebrating two. We turn two this month. Awesome. And we further challenge ourselves that, uh -huh. you know, we can't have it face to face. So we right. challenge ourselves. We are taking to do it online. Nice. It will be a virtual event. Nice. So now we have this virtual event. It's on the 27th of May. Uh-huh. And we are planning. So it will be, we're bringing you the insights. Uh -huh. So we have Janice Sutherland, who will yes, be joining us. I love Janice. Janice, yes. award-winning consultant. Yes. And she's from Antigua. And uh -huh. we also have Francis Wade from Jamaica. Yes, who I'm yes. I'm sure you know. I know so Francis. I know Francis and Janice, yes. Right. Uh -huh. So we really will have an exciting um, sharing. And there's some new information that it'll be shared on that day itself. 
Awesome. And we have fantastic um, bonuses when you register and pay. You have fantastic bonuses and then you have even better prizes to be won. So we are making it, we're still bringing the engagement online. Uh, absolutely. Um, you'll have time to network virtually uh-huh. and awesome. connect with people on LinkedIn on the platform we're using. So it is still going to be an exciting time, we promise. I mean, I can't do it no other way. I love it. I yes. absolutely so love it. What platform are you sense. using? Um, we're using this new one, well, new for me, I should say. Um, it's it's Rico, it's Remco. Re- Remo. Remo.co. Remo. 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 Remo.co. Yeah, Remo. I love Remo because Remo yeah. has the seats that you can go to that's different right. tables and networks. That's right. I love yes. that. Yes. Yes. So Actually, that's what Fran- we're Francis using. uses that. Yes. That's right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be excited. We are so pumped up. I I know. I can see it. Really excited. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm going to go. You have to give me the link so I can put it. Yes, I will. Comments below. Um, But that's amazing. So tell us, um, Charlene, I almost got lost in the moment because I was so excited (laughs) for you. Um, But tell us what you're reading right now, reading or listening to or watching that you believe other HR professionals should be either reading, listening or watching. Well, I read a variety of um, articles online, Uh um, Economist, Forbes, Mm -hmm. Strangeness, and I also do... Um, training and development, because uh-huh. that's my core area. So right. those are three main things that I, I have mm-hmm. other things that I subscribe to. Right. Um, but of course, Shun. Yes. Um, but in terms of the mind, and not so much HR, eh, but in terms uh-huh. of feeding our minds, you know, I did a post this afternoon. Uh-huh. Um, that's, well, I love my garden. Yeah. And I have a neglected back garden that I haven't seen for months. I've okay. now started to prune it and, and yes. weed and whatnot. Okay. And I, there was, there's a corner in the garden with, with a lot of weeds. Uh-huh. And, you know, if we don't tend to the weeds in our garden, mm-hmm. it will take over the garden. You know, Absolutely. we can't enjoy our beautiful plants and flowers as we yes. normally would. Uh-huh. And, you know, the, the mind is like a garden. Yeah. If we don't tend our mind, to mm-hmm. our mind, and remove the weeds that you know the negativity, yeah. then we can't allow the positive, creative, excited vibes to flow. My flow. No. The one thing I have begun doing on weekends is mm-hmm. feeding my mind the same way we feed our body. Yeah. The same way I tend to my garden, I tend mm-hmm. to my mind. Mm-hmm. So actually, one channel that I love on um, YouTube is Impact Theory. Uh-huh. Um, very motivational and inspirational. Okay. Right? A lot of aha moments. Uh-huh. So that's one thing. Yeah. So that's one um, channel on YouTube that I definitely, anybody who's looking to um, stay motivated and inspired and to get uh-huh. ideas, that's an excellent channel to tune into. And like I said, it's not just, I mean, we say HR, but in any profession, mm-hmm. You need to take care Sharpen of yourself skills. first. Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Because it's your mindset that drives every, every single thing you say and do. Absolutely. You know, I would tell my, my girls, if you think you can't 
as Henry Ford said, you're probably right. You think right. you can, you can, yeah. can or you think you can't, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah, right. So everything starts in your mindset. Yeah. So we must have a mindset of, yes, I can. We yeah. must have a mindset that I can yes. do it no matter yes. what. I always as remember I the, um, the story of the little train that could... I think yes. I can. I think I can. That's right. I think I can. Yep, yep, yep. And so, so I'm very, very focused in terms of um, what I read, you know, the news and all the mm -hmm. um, reports worldwide that can be quite um, depressing after a while, depressing yes. after a while. Yeah. I have managed my daily diet, mm -hmm. so I don't go to the TV and switch on to see what's happening under COVID. Right. No, I, I don't do that. All no, I need is I my local yeah. news right now to keep up to date. Yes. And that's it. Mm -hmm. I don't need, if I'm in a chat, I don't need to post about COVID because yes. I, I know you'll get an official information elsewhere. elsewhere. So exactly. I, I have deliberately, I have never shared a COVID update or news since this, yes. as I said, the episode started since we've been in this. Mm -hmm. I know you can get your news elsewhere. I exactly. don't need to be a newscaster. No. Yeah? No. So so it's it's knowing yourself and, uh -huh. and feeling your mind so that you'll be operating at your optimum. Absolutely. You don't have to wait until we feel a little down to go and look for a motivational book or motivational session to attend <laughs> or to look at. You know, exactly. schedule it, schedule it. So yes. weekend for me, weekend for me is my schedule. Feed uh -huh. my mind. Yes. On my weekend, as I pull my weeds out of the garden, I pull the weeds out of the mind also. Yes. I feed my mind on the weekend. Wonderful. I think that that's amazing advice for us to to close out on. So what I will thank you so much for sharing all of these nuggets. I really appreciate it. So tell the people where they can find you on social media. Oh gosh, you know the best place to find me is where Julie. Where did you find me? LinkedIn. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> LinkedIn oh. is the best platform now for me. It is. Mm -hmm. You know, just yep. send me a connection request and I'll be there. All right. So yeah, LinkedIn it is. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Charlene, for joining me in the sound booth today. I really do appreciate it. I really appreciate all the nuggets that you've shared with us. Your story as to how you got into HR, very inspiring. And your story about moving on into consultancy, really inspiring. And I thank you so much for sharing that with us and all of your experiences. I am sure that you will be back in the sound booth again at some point in time as we um, grow this show there'll be other things for us to talk about because we haven't touched training and development and I know that that's your baby too so I know we'll be back talking about that at some point in time but thank you for having um, being a part of the show today and for allowing me to interview you and we'll see you again in our next episode bye guys thank you for joining us in the sound booth today I hope that you found this information from this episode useful you can find me on all social media platforms at I am Julie Turney. That's I am Julie Turney. And you can find this episode or this show on most digital platforms, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Thanks to Anchor FM and Rock Solid Entertainment for helping me to put this content together for you. And I will see you again when we next sound off.